from legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode or go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Coming up, Jim Madden resigns from State Parliament to stand for Division 4 at the Council election in March. Last year, he announced he would not seek pre-selection for Ipswich West at this year's state election. So what's behind his decision to now run for council? Also in this episode, the latest report card on growth from council and Westmorton Health warns of a contagious form of gastroenteritis. It's Saturday, February 3, 2024, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Jim Madden, thanks for speaking with Ipswich today. Oh, good morning, Alan, and good morning, listeners. State Parliament has been quick to update its website. You're now listed as a former member, having been in the seat of Ipswich West from January 31, 2015 until January 26. Uh, when you announced last April you would resign from Parliament, you referred to your ongoing physical and mental health. What's changed since then to make you want to run for council? Oh, well, I've um, managed to resolve those health issues, Alan, um, with the assistance of my medicos. But more importantly, um, since I made that announcement, my supporters have um, been unrelenting and uh, asking me had I considered running as an independent councillor uh, for Division 4 at the uh, council elections on the 16th of March. Then there's the Labor Party wanting more female representation. Were you a victim of that? I prefer not to comment on that. I mean, all I'll say is this, Alan, that um, I chose to leave Parliament. I'd served um, almost nine years and um, that was my decision to leave. I never, ever received any pressure from the party to leave. There's also that personal matter that has been in the news. Has it been resolved? Uh, I prefer not to comment on that, uh, Alan, simply because I'm hoping the matter can be resolved amicably. While there had been the odd rumour you planned to stand in Division 4, I think it's come as a surprise to many. What tipped you over the line to run? or, or what, and You already told me about the reaction, so what's tipped you yeah. over the line to run? Well, probably two things. It was you know my, my supporters um, constantly asking me and me, members of the media constantly asking me. But I am concerned about the direction of the Ipswich City Council. Um, you know, as you'd know, Alan, um, the population of Ipswich is set to double um, uh, to 500,000 by 2041. Uh, this requires the best possible stewardship by the Ipswich City Council. I've been an active, involved and experienced member of the Ipswich community my entire life. And I hope I can support the council in this decision-making process as the councillor for Division 4. Is there anything specifically that well, has really issue, prompted you to run? Yeah, sorry, Alan. Yeah, the issues that um, constituents raise with me are um, the debt of council, which is $400 million, and uh, there's no clarity about how that will be um, resolved. Also, I guess that swings into transparency. And this is the, the, the thing that um, I constantly uh, hear from my uh, constituents or the residents of Division 4. They want clarity. They just don't, they don't just want a website where you've got to search and trawl through a wide, wide variety of documents to find something out that's often incomplete or not up to date. Uh, they want to get answers quickly, and um, I hope I can do that as the member for um, 
as a councillor for Division 4. Um, I guess the other thing that I'm concerned about is the, the, um, the slowness with regard to um, uh, the progress w uh, with the redevelopment of the North Eswich Reserve and the construction of the Norman Street Bridge. I, I want that accelerated uh, to the point that we know whether those projects are going to proceed or whether we have to go in, into another uh, direction with that. Uh, there's another issue, Alan. Um, I'm well aware that um, in the past few years, uh, there's been money allocated or grants allocated by the state, state government to um, the division, division four. And um, those uh, grants, those monies have been, direct, been directed to other divisions in Ipswich as well. Um, I know that Ipswich City Council has applied for uh, grants to upgrade um, some uh, uh, some a busy intersection in Division 4 and uh, after receiving uh, the grant they made applications to the state government that those works be delayed until 2026. So I'm very concerned about monies being redirected to other divisions and where the uh, council receives uh, monies to spend in Division 4 that those monies are spent expeditiously. Alan? Can I take you back to the uh, issue of transparency? Mm. Uh, prior to 2020, transparency was very low, I think you'd agree. Mm. So the Transparency and Integrity Hub hasn't solved that problem? Well, I, just as an example, I looked up the, um, the state of the Norman Street Bridge um, on, that, on that hub. The only information I could find was a page, a single page about, about what was happening with that. But there was no mention of the fact that the um, council had recently submitted a business case to the federal government uh, for funding for that project. It's that sort of transparency and up-to-date information, Alan, that I think uh, council needs to improve on. And there's a number of issues. People ask me what's happened with regard to the cinema. Um, if it is the case that the council intends to develop that property and sell it to retire debt, then I think the council should be open and honest about that. But I'm yet to clarify that. Not everyone has been a fan of your decision to run for council. Former member for Ipswich, Rachel Nolan, told Steve Austin on ABC Brisbane on January 31, you've done the wrong thing by resigning and running for council. Do you have any comment to that? Well, I didn't hear that comment by Rachel. I, I count Rachel as a friend. Uh, I guess the, these sort of decisions are personal decisions. Um, um, and I, I made the decision to leave uh, state parliament and I made the decision to run for Division 4 and I, I guess uh, that's my decision at the end of the day, Alan. You've had a taste of being a councillor on Somerset Regional Council, so you come with some local government experience. Will this count for anything at the ballot box? Um, uh, Somerset, there's no part of Somerset that's now in um, Division 4, obviously, uh, but certainly um, my experience, uh, having served three years as a councillor, I think... Uh, People will see me as a former councillor having experience as to life as a councillor and what constituents uh, expect from a councillor. And I think I did very well uh, when I was a councillor for uh, Somerset. One of the things I was able to do was um, uh, secure the funding that allowed the breast screen van to come to Lowood. And uh, prior to that, the breast screen van never came to Lowood. And I'm told that um, in the period it was at Lowood, the first time it went there, um, over 200 women attended that had never been to a breast screen van before. And it's those sort of achievements that I have to achieve with when I'm a councillor or if I'm a councillor uh, with the Ipswich City Council, Alan. Come election day, will you be getting support from local Labor Party members? Um, yep, some of my volunteers or a, great, a, a number of my volunteers are Labor Party members. But as you know, Alan, there's a, 
uh, another um, uh, Labor Party member running as a councillor in Division 4. So I expect the support of uh, Labor Party members in Division 4 will be spread between us. Jim Madden, we'll leave it there. Thanks so much for speaking with Ipswich today. Thanks, Alan. And thanks very much, listeners. The Westmorton Public Health Unit is urging caution due to a rise in Christosporidiosis, a contagious form of gastroenteritis. The most common symptoms are watery diarrhoea and stomach cramps. Other symptoms may include fever, nausea, vomiting and loss of appetite. Dr Penny Hutchinson from Westmorton Health's Public Health Unit said it wasn't uncommon to see increased cases at this time of year. If you think you or your child may have the symptoms... Contact your local doctor or call 13 Health. That's 13432584, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Ripley and Red Bank Plains continued to be the main Ipswich property hotspots during the final quarter of 2023 as 835 new dwellings were built and 523 new lots were created across Ipswich. Council's Planning and Regulatory Services quarterly report from October to December, released this week, provides a snapshot of population growth and development activity across the city. A further 2,387 residents also called the city home, taking the city's population to just over 253,000, a rise of 1% on the previous quarter as the city continues to grow. Also in the report, there were 2,436 parking fines issued across the quarter, which was down 25% from September. The quarterly report card also shows 477 community clinic immunisations were undertaken. There are currently 30,613 dogs registered in Ipswich. 4.76 kilometres of additional pathways and bikeways were created. 2,790 plumbing inspections and 139 reports of noisy dogs. Ipswich residents can now access a large item curbside collection program with bookings for the new free annual bag service open now. The free curbside collection service will now be available every year but in a different form using a large blue bag. This on-demand service offers eligible Ipswich households one free collection each year and is specifically designed to increase the amount of reclaimed materials by more than 50%. Council claims the new scheme is safer and cleaner and shifts the focus from waste disposal to resource recovery. Contractor Handle Group will deliver a large bag straight to your property and then collect it once notified within a specific time frame. And that's it for this episode. Just a reminder to look for handy links in the show notes. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich Today on smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening.
enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.